hype. Again. Yeah, it's me, Ghost. Uh, and as you probably noticed, I've been absent for a while. Well, it's really because I did a job out of state, but little did I know that I was going to run into old friends of mine from the past. Well, do I have a story for you? Plus, I'm using a microphone attached to my computer to tell this story, so uh, hopefully you can hear me better. I was doing a job in a certain location. Sadly, I won't say where, because I don't want any of you going there. And also, the forest over there is forbidden. Anyway, it's just dangerous for the time being. But for this job specifically, I did this alone. Barney sent me on this one while he had other things to deal with. Uh, said something about reconning an island with a buddy of his because of a corrupt dictator. So anyway, I went off and had to deal with a wanted man named Stephen Long. But to me, he's called... Well, he's a pedophile who was wanted dead for murdering two underage girls and leaving one barely alive, naked and in a dark place. Let's just say that I broke some bones and got his whereabouts. I got into a local town that had a nearby forest, as I said. And I, of course, had my same gear, uh, same mask. I got to a small house boarded up with wood, and as I slowly made my way to the door, I heard some movement in there. Also, I heard whimpering, someone telling them to let go. I didn't want to hear anymore. So I kicked the door open, and what I saw, I, I just couldn't unsee. I saw a teenage girl tied up and lying on the floor. Uh, luckily, her clothes were still on, to a degree. However, she was bruised on her face and legs. I then saw Steven in his underwear, but let me tell you, he was this, he was this fat-ass motherfucker in underwear with a long beard. I simply walked towards him, and he was stumbling backwards because of his pants making him fall. I, of course, used my K-bar to stab his legs. And... <laughs> you have no idea how much I enjoyed hearing him scream in pain. I looked at the girl and I said, I'll be right with you. Just give me five minutes. I looked at Steven again, and... Well, he should have been there. I enjoyed ending that man's life right then and there. And of course, afterward, I freed the girl. I called it in, and of course, we took evidence of that pig's end of days, got my money, and celebrated with a drink at their local bar. I had some good ones. I talked with some of their locals, hearing stories about their town, and, and urban legends regarding the forest that lurked in the darkness. I didn't really think much of it at the time, but I tipped the waitress, got on my bike, and drove off. As I drove, though, I then saw something on the floor. It was shining, as if it had a jewel stone on it. But to my surprise, it was a phone. I parked my bike to the side and grabbed it. I noted that it looked a lot more futuristic, and that I wondered who the sad, pathetic bastard was who happened to drop this. And that was until I flipped the phone over to the back and I saw her name. 
Heather J. My heart skipped a beat just by seeing the name because I knew a girl way back when, when I was a kid, with that name. I at first thought that the name was probably just a coincidence. I'm sure that there were many, many other girls named Heather J. Then I heard from the phone, Excuse me. I got spooked and I accidentally dropped the phone on the floor. And to my surprise, it reacted. Ow! It said. I picked the phone up again. Uh, hello? Did, did you just speak? I asked. Yes, and please don't drop me again. Well, sorry, I wasn't exactly expecting a phone to talk without holding the center button, I said. Well, I am an enhanced power phone. You probably have never seen anything like me. But if you could please return this phone to Heather Johnson, that would be lovely. Uh, she's my owner. My heart really stopped for sure as the phone pulled up a photo of Heather Johnson, confirming my suspicion that after all this time, it was definitely her. Uh, well, she isn't really anywhere close to me. Uh, I just found you in the street, I said to the phone. Hmm, I see. Well, in the last video she took, it implied that she was in danger. Would you like to watch it and help me verify? The phone asked. I paused for a bit, until reluctantly stating, Sure, let's see what you got, I said. A video then showed up. I pressed the play button, and to my surprise, Heather, this girl, the one that I haven't seen in over decades, showed her scared and frightened. I hear footsteps, Heather said in the video. I couldn't see what she was scared of exactly, but just then I heard her scream for a second. The video then cut off. Sadly, this is the only file left at the moment. The rest of the content seems to be deleted or intentionally damaged, the phone said. Well, how much can you fix? I asked. It appears that only 20.5% of this device is operational. It looks like Heather is in deep danger, though. Indeed, she could be. I am this mobile's intelligent, recognitive, icon lottery system, aka Iris. It is in my best interest and in your good conscience to locate her immediately, she said. I know what it's like to lose someone, and... I won't stop at anything to save them, I said. Let's do this. However, we must go to a location to hide and plan our next moves, if that's okay. Very well. Uh, by the way, I never did get your name, mister. Call me Ghost, for short. Very well, Ghost. And off we went to a place to discuss what we could do to save Heather. Heather.